If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like anchor because I don't have to go through any of that so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the google store itunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and i'll see you all in podcast community folks and welcome back to Miss Hyde's Paranormal World and today we're going to be discussing another story from the Backpackerverse which is my favorite website if you all know. I like to get some of these weird stories and read them to you guys and see um give my opinion. Now how can a ghost at a lake convince people to kill their friends? So Let's see. Now, Oroville, a lake located in Butte County, California, is often frequented by young adults looking for a cheap and easy way to spend their day by the water. Now, Megan, a nearby high school student, just received her license and decided to surprise her friend Monica by picking her up at her house to play hooky. I was so scared that she would that we would run into our parents in town, so I remember thinking that going to the lake was a good idea. I had picked up picked up. I had packed a picnic and Monica and I found an open spot in the grass to munch on our food. As we sat there, Monica started telling me a story, and I found myself suddenly and surprisingly growing more and more angry with her, and I didn't know why. She wasn't saying anything insulting or anything like that, but it was as if somebody was invading 
my body with you know their thoughts and emotions and they were extremely ugly Megan whispered looking confused at one point Monica looked at me and told me that I looked strange unlike my usual sunny self the more she talked the more I wanted to hurt her now I glanced down at the picnic spread and was shocked to see that the knives I had packed all seemed to be pointing directly at her I stared down at them, unable to escape the desire to start picking them up and plunging them into her flesh. Megan shook her head as a tear fell from her eye. I felt I was being invaded inside my own body, like someone was taking over my thoughts and desires and forcing theirs onto me. It felt like I finally knew what it was like to go crazy, but I had completely of sound mind and body not 10 minutes before. I glanced at my fingers, terrified how they itched to grab the knives, sitting not a foot away from me. Monica continued to walk, to talk, watching the water as she spoke. As I sat there, trying to regain control of my body, I couldn't help but feel like there was a presence, an otherworldly presence near me. I jerked my head to look behind me, but I couldn't find anybody nearby. From what I could tell, we were all alone. I felt the pressure pushing me from behind, and the more I let it in, the more I felt the crazy desire to hurt Monica, my closest friend. At one point, she looked over at me and gasped in alarm. Later, she told me that she was staring at her through I had just drawn a kitten. It all became too much to handle. Monica, I hissed at her. I need to go. I need to go before I hurt you. What? She cried out in alarm. But I was already running past my car beyond the lake. I wound up walking the five miles back to my house. And with every passing step, I felt the presence that pressure slowly leave my body. Monica drove all over Butte County and eventually found me. We avoided the lake and never felt any violence toward her since. Now, crazy. Now, now, there are some spirits who do invade people's bodies and you end up feeling what they, they want you to feel. If that's anger, hatred, the pulse to hurt somebody, rage, violence. Um, they can do that. But, you know. Um, it's one of those weird things. So, let's go on to our next story. Supernatural child checks into the Yosemite View Lodge in El Porto. Surrounded by almost 2,000 miles of captivating wilderness, El Porto, California is located within the famous Yosemite National Park. Yosemite View Lodge is one of the charming hotels located within the park, allowing guests to quick access the trails, hikes, and never-ending list of recreational activities. Many guests check into the lodge for family fun vacation, 
Kids love to explore the beauty that Yosemite has to offer, but not all kids have checked into this hotel are what we considered normal. One former guest has come forward to discuss meeting the most unusual and creepy kid she encountered while staying at the lodge. I'm a writer, and I usually get my best work done tucked into a quiet hotel in the middle of nowhere. So I kissed my husband goodbye, flew to California, checked myself up to Yosemite View Lodge, and in order to finish the book, and what happened to you while you were at the hotel? Well, things were weird from the get-go. While I was finishing up paying for my room, I was looking around the lobby when I saw another family check in. It was a little girl with them, and she had an animal mask on her face. As I looked at her, she tilted her head up at me and seemed eerie, still, and focused. I blinked and looked away, thinking it was, she was just like the mask and probably refused to take it off. My nephew is very stubborn, so I know how kids can be. They'll throw a fit until they get their way, no matter what. I took my luggage to my hotel room and forgot all about the little girl. The next morning, I wandered into the lodge's restaurant to get a bite to eat. The moment I walked in, I saw a little girl and her family eating at the table. She had her back turned to me, but the moment I stepped into the restaurant, she turned and looked my way, as if she knew I was there. I felt super awkward, so I just gave her a little wave and sat down at the table furthest from hers. After that, I went back to my room, set up my computer, and worked on my book for several hours. I must have dozed off at some point because I woke up in the chair I had been working on, and the little girl with the mask was standing in the middle of the room. I let a yelp of surprise and tried to recover. Oh, I'm sweetie. Did you get lost trying to get back to your room? I asked. But she just stood there staring at me, or I assumed she was just staring at me through that hideous mask. Do you need help getting back to your room? I tried again. The little girl slowly shook her head. She was just so freaky, and I didn't even know how she knew what room had been mine. And I could have sworn I locked my hotel room before I sat down to write. Anyway, I opened the door for her and was going to take her to the lobby, but she just walked out and went down the hall as if she knew exactly where she was going. Later that evening, I decided to take a shower. Thinking about the creepy little girl, I made sure my hotel room was locked and then I locked myself in the bathroom for good measure. After my shower, I drew back the curtain and she was f freaking standing in my bathroom. I didn't know either bothered to talk to her. I just threw on some clothes and marched to the lobby. When I told the concierge that w what was happening and I described the girl's parents, he knew who I was talking about. So he called their room, asked them to watch their child, but they said they didn't have any children. Now, El Porto is a beautiful and everything, but after that, I checked out of the lodge and went back home, thoroughly scared out of my wits. Now, who would it be scared either? I wouldn't. <laughs> Dude, you see this weird kid, you know you locked your doors, you know you locked everything, and then you jump in the shower and then come out and then there's this weird old kid staring at you in, in the shower hell no I'd be deuces I'm out bye see you later
next story. The evil things that you will never that you will see near the Pinole Road will make you want to lock your doors. Being the second longest highway in the United States, Interstate 80 passes through about 10 different states and has almost about 3,000 miles of road for you to drive on. Now, if you want to go from San Francisco all the way to New Jersey on the eastern side of the country, the I-80 will offer you the fastest straight way to get there. The only problem is that with such length, the road hides more than what you want to see on your own eyes. The many secrets that remain hidden along this extensive interstate highway have not all been discovered yet. However, there are certain places and side lanes that you may want to be warned about by the locals of the towns nearby. This dirt road out of, at the outskirts of Pinole, California is one of them. The women of the road. Now, if you take I-80 to depart the small town of Pinole, about 10 miles into the highway, there's about a concealed road on the left that will not show up on your GPS, but will be waiting there for you. You might not want to turn or take it, though, as locals of Pinole say, that there a long time ago, such terrible things occurred on, on it that the town's residents have decided to forget its existence altogether. The road ends on a small lake that no one visits anymore. A woman in her late 30s who then proceeds to clarify that what exactly happened this road, on this road why it's believed to hold unnerving paranormal energies. Back when Pernod was a small town of maybe about a hundred or so people, a girl went missing for quite a while. Neither the police nor the search group had luck finding her. It was a month later when they found her body was on the side of the road, ravaged and torn into pieces. This is a story my mother told me to keep me away from the path, and this is what I say to my children too. No one ever knew what happened to the victim, how she was kidnapped, or why she was killed in such a violent way. Nevertheless, what is told in rumors amongst the local believers is that she never left the place, and lures the drivers deeper into the road only to end their lives brutally as someone once did to hers. Our second source, a young man on a motorcycle that lives in the neighborhood near Hercules, relates that he saw, he saw the day he lost his way and turned left on the wrong spot. I was looking for a nearby ranch where I would be crashing a party with some friends. As I just said, I drove for a while and on the dirt road until I saw some, someone standing in the middle of the path. I got closer and I stopped my motorcycle. It suddenly got icy cold. I felt my bones freezing and my lips trembling. A mist was coming from nowhere, and there she was, amidst it, wearing a long black dress, holding her hands out as if inviting me to go with her. The man shuddered as he remembers. I couldn't move for some time, frozen and perplexed. But when I saw her walking towards me, I got a strong, strong urge to get out of the place as fast as I could. He was, late, he was later told by people at the party about the woman of the road gave him goosebumps for months. That is something you don't want to experience for sure. If you see the dirt road when you're leaving Pinot, do yourself a favor and keep driving straight. You don't want to ever feel the fear I felt that night.
I mean, a lot of these outskirt towns um, tend to freak people out um, because there's always some type of story, something um, bad happens. So, what do you guys think of these three stories? Interesting, not interesting. Um, it's a short episode. Thought I'd put something out there. Um, so if you ever want to visit California, I suggest checking these places out and see if anything happens to you. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We are on all social medias, on all podcast platforms. We are now on uh, iHeartRadio and um, Pandora, so check check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and everything. So, if you have some stories you want to share, by all means, bring them on. I would love to read them to you guys and share with you and um, talk about any personal experiences. So don't forget to share, subscribe, and um, check us out on social media. Don't forget to keep it ghosting.